What an absolute pleasure to welcome into the studio from Sydney Band Tonight Alive, it's Jenna O'Donnell. Hi, Jane. I haven't seen you since you released your last mm-hmm. record, uh, Limitless. We yeah. haven't spoken since then. So it's about a year and a half. What's been happening? Well, we've made a new record. We've been touring. Uh, we've wrote and recorded a new record and we've just put out a single called Temple. So We'll hear that a bit later on in the show. But uh, how did Limitless go? Because I thought that was your best record Thank yet you. and certainly showcased the band, like songwriting ability. You'd really come yeah. forward with that. Thanks so much for seeing that. I think it polarised our fan base a lot because we were in a position where we'd been a band for seven years and we were ready to challenge ourselves. We didn't want to make any music that resembled music from the past for us. We were kind of, yeah, we were ready to put down all our formulas and all our muscle memory and kind of create something new for ourselves, which was really freeing and liberating creatively, but also scared the shit out of our punk fans. I can really understand why uh, a lot of our fans really craved that angst from us that they'd heard in the past and I guess I just wasn't in that position in my life anymore that I needed to talk about that I was ready to kind of move forward and ascend and like talk about higher consciousness and things like that so did you find yourself winning new fans that you may not have had had you not pushed the boundaries of limitless out for sure yeah I think it definitely got us out to a different demographic Mm -hmm. um And it also strengthened a lot of relationships that we do have with our fans because we call ourselves Conscious Rock. We used to call ourselves a pop punk band, but I think that's really because we we loved pop punk growing up. But we really are a Conscious Rock band because music is heavily based around our message, which is is self-empowerment. How did the tours overseas go for you in the last 18 months? Pretty epic. Um, We played our third Warp Tour, which is huge for us because... We, it was our dream in high school to play Warped because every band that we loved was from America and did, seemed to do that every summer. And we would just watch the YouTube videos at school as teenagers. So like we played our third Warp tour and we were on main stage last year with all the new songs off Limitless, which is pretty cool because like there are times that we reflect on that record and say perhaps there were mistakes or like, like, as I said, there was a polarization, but we got, we, we had huge opportunities came from that record too, like. Headlining what? And big changes for the band too, because you've left your major label, haven't you? What went down? We were uh, we were on our third album with Sony, and we were under a lot of pressure to have commercial success with that record. And well, that happens to every band, Jenna. Yeah. yeah, you get signed to a major label, you got to deliver. Yeah, and I guess we never would have known that in a way because we had been a band for two years and we signed. I was eighteen, you know, when we signed that contract, and. We were with our first manager and we had no pull. So like the, the, the situation that we were in was not really like accurate to where we were at as a band by our third record. And we were under a lot of pressure, even though the people at our label loved us and supported us and believed in us, they also needed to deliver something that was going to be successful. Like there was a lot of pressure on my image and what was mainly image really, like it really crushed me. It really actually tore me up a lot and messed with my self-esteem a lot which is crazy because I've always talked about that and sung about it and tried to counteract it with everything I do. Like the more polished our sound became, the more unpolished my image became because I had to rebel against it in some way. So last time I came in here, we probably would have had like a really inspiring, exciting, uplifting conversation, Mm. but I was kind of going through hell. The fact that like I had all these men in suits telling me and pressuring me to look and be a certain way. So, I mean, I think that really affected me. Um, to the point where I got to the end of last year and shaved my head. and So you did your Britney Spears? Yeah, I did my Britney Spears. And it wasn't like a crisis moment. You know, in January this year, I was listening to Limitless on a walk and I actually started to cry because I was like, 
Damn, like there's a lot of lyrics on that record saying like, I'll never compromise again. And I long to taste life without boundaries. And there's all these lyrics. Like, it's like my subconscious was screaming like, you're not free, you're not free, you're not free. And like, I didn't know. Because I was just like, I just want this record to go really well. I want people to like our music and I want our label to be happy and I want to be successful. And You look at the body of work that Tonight Alive has, especially on YouTube, and every video clip, your image is completely right. and utterly different. And sometimes you get attacked for that unfairly right. uh -huh. and, and sometimes people embrace it. But it, it's just interesting, the inner battle that's been mm -hmm. going on with you. Yeah, I, I haven't really been able to relate to one version of myself before. I haven't felt this way for a long time, but I used to go through every few months, look in the mirror and say, I don't really recognize who I'm looking at anymore. I think I've also been very, very afraid of judgment. I'm going to take you back to Drive, to the Limitless Record. How do you feel about this song now in retrospect? <laughs> do you want the honest truth? Yeah, I want the honest truth. Well, <clears throat> this is a song that Sony really, really wanted us to put out. And this is a song that I really, really fought against having on the record. So I basically, when we were recording it, I changed all the lyrics in the song. To, to be of a rebellious nature. Let's go back to that part of your past that mm. you'd uh, rather forget about. This is Drive, Tonight Alive, here at Homegrown on Triple M. You tuned to Homegrown on Triple M, Jane Gazzo with you, and my very special guest is Jenna O'Donnell of Tonight Alive. They've got a brand new album, Underworld, out in January, and we'll hear the first single from it, Temple, in just a moment. And Jenna, Tonight Alive have always been Sydney-based, but you're thinking about moving to Melbourne or on the way to? Well, we're on the road so much of the time that I think like just having made the record, we've done a lot of the work that's going to carry us over the next two years. And now it's just a matter for me of like being off tour, where do I want to go home to? Right. And I guess for me, like home, I'm not really resonating with Sydney at this point mm. in my life. I don't think a lot of things have disintegrated there for me. My foundations are kind of a little rusty mm. there. And um, I'm ready to, yeah, I'm ready to push myself and like be in a creative environment and be around more young people. Like Sydney's such a big spread out place and where mm. I live is half an hour from the city and it's kind of like, it's very like um, suburban and mm. family orientated and that's not really inspiring for a 25 year old like me. It, I just want to be around music and art. And Temple is a pretty important song for your band, isn't it? It's a song that I really, really stood up for and I pushed our labels to put it out as the first single and you know, I talk about depression on that song and I talk about, to be honest, bulimia and a lot of stuff that I would never have talked about before. So it's like, that's so, where Underworld comes from. Well, it's great that you've come to a place where you can talk about it. I'm upheaving like all my pain and it's, it's really healing. It was rough. It was, it was kind of like a two year battle. Yeah. I'm like I'm much healthier and happier now than I was then. Yeah, I think challenges are gifts and if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And well, that's true. I'm glad to be evolving. And I feel like the wound is still open from that song. I talk about a lot of topics that I never really would have the guts to even admit to myself were a problem, let alone like put them in lyrics and release it as a single. The first line of the song is, I'm intoxicated by my depression. And that's how I felt at the time. Mm. I felt like I was completely suffocated in my own like sickness and depression. It felt really good to write a song about that because I was desperately seeking help like from all kinds of different doctors and no one was taking me seriously. So I was just really, really helpless, had my hands tied and I couldn't do anything to help myself. So it was a really weird situation. Well, it's heavy stuff to go through. Thanks so much for sharing it with us. Where do you see Tonight Alive in the Australian music spectrum? You've always been on the sideline, haven't you? We always have been, but I think for some reason with Temple and now with the support of UNFD and kind of being um, a bit more connected to the indie um, and, yeah, basically the indie community, 
that things are changing a little bit, which is really interesting that, that it can happen so late. Because, yeah, you've been together since 2008, so it's yeah. nearly 10 years. Yeah. What are you going to do for your 10-year anniversary? We want to put together a DVD. Like, we've wow. always wanted to put a DVD out. So I think we'll, maybe not the physical thing, because that's not as relevant anymore, but we might put out an iTunes kind of like movie of our story. Jenna, absolute pleasure to catch up with you tonight here My at Homegrown. Thanks, Jane. We're going to play your brand new single, Temple. Yay. Tonight Alive, here at Triple M. Hope you guys like it.